Send it. Yo, welcome to the Freedom Show. I'm your host, Danny Savage. Today is Saturday, March 19, 2022. I just want to say what's up, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Hey, please share this podcast with your friends and family and on your social media pages. We need to get this word out here. Grow this podcast. I appreciate everything, guys. Okay, so we're going to get right into things here. Man, uh, every time I turn on the news, it's always about Russia, Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine, right? So that's what we're going to get into. I know it's, I know it's redundant. I know it's, we see it all the time. We, 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 we're so exposed to what's going on, and it's driving us up the wall because we're stuck here feeling the blunt of it as our gas prices are going up through the roof now. Uh, I've seen a place now $7.56 a gallon for 80, 87 octane, which is crap. Right. And it's all because of their blaming Russia and Biden and all these other things. Everybody's passing the buck around. Right. It's crazy. But OK, so let's get into it. The The main thing that really sparked my thing up about this was I was just watching on Fox News the interview that Fox did with Senator Ted Cruz uh, on March 17th. Completely crazy. OK, so this guy sent uh, Senator Ted Cruz says, this war with Russia and Ukraine was preventable and that basically it's the United States' fault. And there's two reasons why he's blaming it on the United States, on the Biden administration. The two reasons is, one, he was sitting there saying that the way Biden pulled up out of Afghanistan was, was crazy because it showed all our enemies that we, are, we have a weak administration. I don't agree with how Biden pulled up out of Afghanistan. It's it was complete crazy. It was chaotic. Like it it was not good for the people there because you're basically going in, you establish your presence. We're over there for years and years and years, right? And then all of a sudden, abruptly, oh, no more protection, no more armed forces, no more law and order. And that's why the Afghani nationals were being crazy, trying to evacuate. They were jumping on planes. I mean, we've seen the pictures. Just go back, Google the pictures. It was crazy. And then the second reason why Biden um uh, Ted Cruz is accusing the Biden administration why Russia is going to war is because of this Nord Stream pipeline construction. So he says, he said, I, I took all, I'm the one who proposed the bill, the sanctions on Russia to stop the Nord Stream pipeline construction. And then as soon as Biden comes in, he lifts the sanctions off. He allows Russia to continue construction and deep sea construction, all the other things on the Nord Stream pipeline. Research it, do your own research. You'll find out. So, it goes back to oil. It goes back to money, right? That's that's kind of what it's all boiling down to. So for me, I, I sat down and said, okay, um, let me look at it from the other side. Let me look at it from Putin's side. Let me look at it how Putin sees this war, right? We're here in all of the United States, Fox News, CNN, you name it. We're painting this guy out to be this horrible monster compared to horrible people in history like... The dictators and people who just committed all these atrocities like killing babies and children and targeting hospitals. And that's all we're seeing on the freaking news right now. And and for me, that's it's like I know there's another side here because 
If you want, if you want me to be real honest, listen. I was a soldier. I was front lines. I was infantry. I seen, I seen war. I seen the nasty things that war doing. That's collateral damage. The United States isn't going to tell you about the things that we did. And we're dropping, you know, bunker busters trying to kill Al Qaeda leaders and all, all those other type of things. Like you're not hearing about it now. You're just highlighting Putin as this terrorist, this horrible being that just needs to be over with now they're sitting there saying that we need to do an assault with ukraine against russia defeat russia first of all you're not defeating russia at all right russia has their re- their reasons why Here, here's what i'm gonna say i'm putin right here's the main reasons why putin's doing what he's doing number one it's over territory he said that from the whole beginning first of all he started staging troops and tanks and he started staging for this assault way back last year, and um, I, I believe it was October, November, and we didn't really start kind of hearing about it until December, January. And here, I'm paraphrasing here, here the Biden administration, like, what are you doing? Tell him Putin, tell him Russia. What are you guys doing with all these troops and tanks? We see it on the satellites. What's going on? And Russia came back and was like, how oh, we're just doing drills, like no, nothing to worry about. Biden's administration, hey, you, better, you guys better not be preparing to invade Ukraine. Nothing, right? Russia goes ahead. They start invading. Yep. Biden now says, well, you guys better not do anything like horrible when you're invading. We can't get really involved. We're going to send defensive weapons and stingers and all these other, all this other crap over there, right? And we're going to get the coalition to help support ukrainians but we're not personally going to put personnel there right but we're going to we're going to staff all of our nato bases we're going to send four thousand troops to germany and poland and all the other places right and it, it was like okay here you go russia is saying this is our land this is a part of the whole soviet place and ukraine wanted to become a part of nato and that way, if Russia does do anything, then we, we, by law, now have to come to their aid. And that's why Russia's like, no, 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 we're not going to allow this to happen because that's their enemy. And it'd be like us. Let's, let's put this in comparison here. It'd be like us, right? We got Canada and we got Mexico, right? We'll just use Mexico because we don't really have any big issues with Canada, right? We have a uh, complete, and here's our border, here's our line, and we're pretty friendly, Good people, right? Well, we'll talk about Mexico, right? They're always building tunnels and sending cartel and shipping drugs over. I mean, uh, importing, exporting is it's crazy, right? It'll be like it'd be like it'd be like Mexico coming up into Texas and California and things like that, and then establishing territory in like San Diego and places in Texas and saying, "Okay, now we're here." Once you get further into the United States, the United States can be like, hey, whoa, whoa, what are you guys doing? Like, you can't come pushing up in here. You can't keep come pushing up over us. Let's actually go back. Let's just make up a hypothetical here. We'll say South America. We'll say, like, uh, Brazil or something, right? And that's one of our enemies. And Brazil takes over all of South America. Like, that's the whole country now. Brazil, that's their whole country. Then they start coming up into Mexico. The more they come up into Mexico, the more, the closer they are to us, the more of a threat they are. So that's Russia. Russia is now looking at us like, hey, uh, like, um, what are you guys doing? Like, I don't understand. 
Um, you guys keep coming further and further. Now, that's it. Now I'm having an issue with it. So he's establishing that. And then, of course, it always comes back down to oil. So I've always said from day one, United States and all of our allies putting all these sanctions on Russia, Putin was not retarded when he did this. First of all, he paid off his country's debt. They are one of the world's biggest exporters of oil. And they sell a lot of their weaponry to China that they make. I mean, these guys, Putin went through, paid off all the country's debt. And then he went through and he made sure that we were reliant on his oil. A lot of Europe and all the countries over there were reliant on his oil. And then you got China over here as their ally. And I thought this was funny. I just read an article a few minutes ago. And it says Biden warns China of consequences if it offers support to Russia. So as President Joe Biden told Chinese President Jinping that China would face consequences not just from the U.S., but from the wider world if Beijing offers material support to Russia and its Ukraine war. How in the world can we even threaten someplace like China that they're going to face consequences? Like, here you go. You got the major superpower, Russia, doing their thing. And and guess what? It's, it hasn't stopped. And it's not going to stop. You got all these people, Americans, all these other allies, and they're saying, we need more. We need to help. You got Zelensky. That guy over there sitting saying, we need to close down air support. Like, we need air support. We need air support. Like, shut down the skies. All these other things to put up this fight. Ukraine is not a very big country. I understand about the whole systematic development of democracy and they're fighting for independence and they're fighting for those things. I understand that. And in our great country of the United States of America was built on that, on guys, freedom fighters, our Minutemen, our the Revolutionary War. But we were supported by France. We were supported by the Indians. We were supported by several other people. And it was over establishing our, our freedom from a country that was across the ocean. Right? So it's... This is a little bit of a different scenario. This isn't a country that is... It's like the United States pushing up on a place in Africa. You know, like, hey, dude, you're over there. Worry about your own problems. We're over here. And that's Ukraine and Russia. The United States, in my opinion, doesn't need to be involved in any of that. Let Ukraine fight for their stuff. If they if they win, they get the, you got the victory of the win. But here we are. We are the ones supporting this war. That's not even our war to be supporting. And we're so worried about what's going on there. Why? Because these the big players are are doing things like we've been doing things. And I'm and I'm not here knocking the United States. I'm not here knocking any of the things that we've done. I support freedom. I support human rights. I support all that. But don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite and go paint Putin out to be this horrible person. Here's what I look at Putin. Putin has been staging things. You know, it's like it's like me coming home and telling you guys hey guess what we're, we're about to be invaded Putin's telling everybody I'm going to do this and give him plenty of time to evacuate plenty of time to either once submit and, and go back to become part of Russia which is what he's saying or or you he's going to he's going to make you submit and you got these people they're resisting and they're doing all that okay and that's great that's phenomenal that's heroic that's that's courageous it's beautiful and you're supposed to and we're supporting them with the javelin missiles and stingers and all kinds of, I mean, billions of dollars. I think they passed like a 800-something billion dollar fund to go, to go help them. Like, that's a lot of money, guys. And that's our money. 
right? While we're still paying seven, eight bucks for a gallon of gas. But it was, it's just crazy for me because it's like, all this is for what? All this for what? What are we going to do? And then Rush is sitting there saying, hey, I've been telling you guys. Now we're painting him out and sitting there saying, hey, oh, he's targeting hospitals, doing that. Because the guys, it's just like anything else. When you're dealing with guerrilla warfare or you're dealing with warfare inside of a thing, they're, they're taking their home home court advantage is what we call it, home court advantage. And you don't think that the guys who are fighting against the Russians aren't hiding in those places? Like, you have plenty of opportunity. It's not like Russia's just going in, bombing the crap out of places, and then pushing all their military personnel and all that other stuff. They're doing a slow invasion. Like, dude, it's been almost a month now, and they haven't even really taken over any big, big cities yet. And it's like, is it because they don't, they don't have the power or the resources to? No, they have, they're completely capable. And Putin's saying this, like, hey, I've been telling you guys this. This is what's going to happen. And they're they're making fun of Russia. It's like we're all antagonizing him, too. Making him out to be stupid, like, you're retarded for this. And you're not really making any effort. But then it comes on two minutes later. Oh, well, he bombed this place and he bombed this and he killed these people. And they're focusing on the collateral damage of war. Which that's what happens. War is not war is not pretty. Says here, the war in Ukraine is now in its fourth week. Russian tanks and military convoys remain at a standstill outside the Ukrainian capital, Kiev. Moscow has yet to take over any of Ukraine's biggest cities, despite the attacks by land, air, and sea. Says throughout this week, Russia has targeted mainly Ukraine's residential areas. However, Russian Vladimir Putin shows little sign of relenting. Of course, he's not going to be relenting because he has a mission. He has an objective and he's going to complete that objective no matter what. It also gets into um, Putin actually is calling Ukraine war crimes. So we have war over here saying Putin's uh, war criminal. He's violating all this red tape and doing all these um, crimes, war crimes and going on about stuff. It says, uh, attention was drawn to numerous war crimes committed daily by Ukrainian security forces, the Kremlin said. In particular, massive rocket and artillery attacks on the cities of Donbass, the Kremlin added, referring to Ukraine's Russian-speaking east, part of which is controlled by pro-Moscow separatists. Putin told Macron that the Russian army was doing everything possible to safeguard the lives of peaceful civilians, including by organizing humanitarian corridors for their safe evacuation so here you go you got russia sitting there saying hey these people are with russia they are supporting russia they're we're we're calling them separatists right and he's providing corridors he's providing humanitarian aid and evacuation routes for people humans like civilians people who don't want to be a part of it to leave says both leaders discussed the continuing talks between Moscow and Kviv and the conflict in Ukraine in a telephone call, which was a French inif- initiative, it said. Um, Italy goes on, and it, it's preparing to take 175,000 Ukrainian refugees. So everybody's staging right now at this point. Now, I'm going to go ahead and include this. I'm 15 minutes into this, and uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are sick and tired of me talking about this subject matter. But I just wanted to highlight some things for you, give you guys my personal opinions on it. I think this whole thing is, this is a stage for a bigger event that's going down. And we just got to be awake. We got to be ready. We got to be prepared because at the end of the day, 
we are in this, and this is setting up to other things that are coming down the line, and we will get more into that in the following podcast. I hope you guys stay tuned. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Give me your guys' opinion. This is all for freedom. This is all for Freedom Show, the Freedom Talk, to talk, be able to talk about whatever you want. And I just want to tell you guys, listen, this is this is my insider opinion. I'm spitting the things that I'm seeing back to you guys on news, the same things you guys are seeing, just giving you a little bit of a different perspective. Don't just listen to Fox or CNN or ABC News and one side of the perspective. If you really want to be educated and enlightened and understand, you got to look at both sides. You got to look at the whole picture here and understand what's really going on. And at the end of it, you know, we all have our journey. So let's continue to uh, support each other in any aspect that we can. If you guys need anything, let me know. Again, email me at frdmshow at gmail.com. And I will be glad to answer any questions. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to The Freedom Show.